past past four, let's talk wellness now. We're talking green, yellow and orange flags in a relationship. When it comes to the world of modern dating, we've all heard about uh, red flags to look out for in a new relationship. However, what gets less attention are green flags, the qualities and behaviors that show us the possibility of a healthy and balanced relationship. While being able to identify what these flags are is important for having an understanding of what you're looking for in a relationship, flags and relationships also exist on a spectrum rather than a strict binary. This is according to Well and Good. Let's talk to relationship expert and author now, Paula Quincy, to understand this. Paula, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Thanks for making time. Hi, Sandra. Happy Tuesday to you and the listeners. So this is, I guess, a way that we're going to be better in control of our dating journey. And it involves also, I guess, introspection. But where does it begin then? If we need to understand what we really want in a relationship, does it mean we must categorize in terms of what's green, yellow and orange uh, in terms of uh, flags in relationship? I think the most important thing is, is know what you are looking for in a life partner because how will you know that that is the right person for you and that you're potentially willing to spend the rest of your life with if you don't know what you're looking for so the key thing is to start with understanding what you don't want and what you are looking for and then you can start working towards the middle in terms of you know the gray areas or the areas that are workable between the two of you. So one must compile a list before even putting themselves out there in the in the world of uh, dating. You know, indirectly, we actually do. I call them shopping lists. We all have a certain type uh, or, or qualities or traits that we're looking for in that partner. For example, tall, dark, handsome. They have to be sporty and active. Um, they have to want to travel, etc. So we already ind- indirectly do have a shopping list or flags of what we are looking for in a life partner. Um, and, you know, it varies from person to person as to what we're looking for. And also what what stage of the dating game we're in. You know, if we're just dating and wanting to have fun or if we're really looking to get into a serious, settled relationship. Okay, I mean, we, we've seen the trends with the red flags. We were even just, I guess, sort of making fun of it here on the show because what can you do but laugh about things that are regarded stressful? But is it then... What, what are we saying now? We're saying that it's it's good to not just consider the bad qualities because we just said what green flags are. It's the good qualities. So are we saying it's it's good to move away then from just considering what the bad qualities are or traits of someone in terms of red flags, but instead looking at what's also good? Absolutely. I mean, you know, realistically, a person is never going to meet our needs 100% of the time, all of the time. So the, the the green flags are important. Those are the things that we really are looking for in a relationship. The red flags are obviously the deal breakers, but it's understanding the gray area in between that, which is often what couples don't do. They only look at the, the green and the red flags. You know, the, the other flags, the yellow, yellow and the orange flags are things that are, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. You know, is can we work around this? Can we find a middle ground? Are we willing to compromise? compromise um you know we have differences we are all unique individuals so it's being willing to be flexible and adaptable when it comes to a partner so then does it mean red flags are always red flags if, if we can be flexible and adaptable we can't go for counseling and, and they change and become maybe yellow or orange 
No, and red flags are not always um, cast in stone. They can be shifted. I think, you know, you've got to understand what are the major red flags. So, for example, the non-negotiables, deal breakers like abuse, for example. But if there is a, a flag that you're both willing to sit down and communicate and understand each other's different perspectives. It can shift from a red flag into an orange flag or possibly even a flag. So, I mean, obviously people are different, so they'll have different things in their list of what goes under green and yellow and orange and red, but there are universal red flags, right? And what are these in your experience? Absolutely. Um, Red flags are deal breakers. They're non-negotiables. It's anything to do. So, for example, any form of abuse Mm. is is a deal breaker. It's a non-negotiable because nobody deserves to be abused. It's also when our boundaries are being crossed. um, But a lot of couples don't talk about this up front. So let's say, for example, cheating. Um, And it's understanding what that means in each person's world because it could mean a different thing. So, for example, cheating in your world could be the fact that you've done the deed with somebody Cheating in my world could be, well, the fact that I'm texting somebody behind your back is cheating. So it's very clear for couples to understand exactly what that means so they know where they stand with each other and when those boundaries are being broken or those red flags are being mm. compromised. Okay, let's cite examples then. So what can we, okay, we know green and yellow, those are clear. Uh, but let's talk, uh, sorry, green and red, sorry, those are clear. But yellow and orange are not so clear. So what could uh, form part of the compilation of yellow flags? Sure. So a yellow flag is where, you know, you have potentially different interests. Let's say, for example, gym. One of you loves to go to gym. You love, um, you know, working out. The other one, not so much. Now, you can agree to disagree and accept that that's who you are as unique individuals. And it doesn't have to be a deal breaker. You know, it's about accepting that you are an individual, you individual people and allowing yourselves to be your individual person in the relationship. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, come together and co-create that us, we, ours. So not forcing that person to try and do things the way that you want, which is where it starts tending to go into an orange flag. An orange flag is around power and control, where you try to dictate what your partner can or can't do. And it can creep into what we call the power struggle phase in the relationship, which is where you're trying to change your partner to do things the way that you want or the things that you want to do and not allowing them to be their own person and finding a way to do things together or work around things together as a couple. Okay, so more examples on orange? So an orange example would be, um, let's say, for example, your favorite restaurant is and your favorite meal is Chinese. And every time you're going out for dinner, you end up going to a Chinese restaurant and not being open to, you know, the types of meals or food that your partner wants. It could be the type of music that you listen to. It could be the types of holidays that you want to go on one person might like going to the sea and the other person like might like going to the bush and nature but it's invariably where one person always gets their way and the other person is is always giving in or giving up just to please their their partner or to keep the peace or because they don't really get given a choice okay so i'm a bit worried now because that sounds like what most relationships look like in terms of marriage when we hear men saying happy wife happy life it seems like one person will always be pleased anyway. So there's orange flags in marriages then, is there? 
They, they absolutely are. As I said, you know, every relationship is different and the, the degree of these flags will vary. The most important thing for couples to have a healthy relationship is to have these discussions fairly early on in their relationship, especially the red flags. But it's also important to pay attention to the yellow and the orange flags because they, if they creep in, they can cause trouble in a relationship and ultimately lead a relationship to break down. So then we'd say yellow is closer to green and orange is closer to red. Or we, we shouldn't make yes, that comparison absolutely. at all. Or what do we say? No, absolutely. So orange is closer to red. Yellow is closer to green. Mm. The the green is, is basically, at the end of the day, it's all the good things in our relationship. It's, it's when we're willing to come together and work together. We feel respected. There's joy. There's laughter. We have fun. We res- of conflict and we're invested and we're invested and willing to meet each other halfway as well which is where it starts creeping into a yellow flag a yellow flag is around you know where it's choosing your battles wisely because your relationship is so much more than a specific little thing so for example um, you like to chop the onions and the tomatoes this way. I like to slice and dice them this way. You know, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. Your yeah. tummy's not going to know the difference anyway. So don't sweat the small stuff. You know, those things you can you can let them go. It's when they start creeping into the orange flags and and then potentially even into the red flags that it starts causing trouble in a relationship. And on that point of don't sweat the the small stuff. How reliable is it that we do our own categorization of list items in terms of which flags they should fall under? Should we not maybe also consult with some people who are close to us? Because we can be rigid sometimes as people and we see things only as black and white. If it comes from a personal, individual uh, perspective. And I guess maybe people like you can also come in there in terms of just saying how realistic these things are that we're putting on our lists. Absolutely. I think you've mentioned the key thing. It's about having realistic expectations. That's one of the the, the first or top five things that causes relationships to break down is unmet expectations. Because we have this ideal picture of what we expect our partner to do and be like and what we expect our relationship to look like. It's also important to understand what we're measuring our relationship against. You know, if we're trying to keep up with the Joneses or the Kamalos or, you know, other friends out there, you know, we're setting ourselves and our partner up for failure. So Mm. that's why it's important to, first of all, understand yourself. It starts with self from a self-awareness point of view. And yes, other people can give you insights into your own self and your own behavior and your blind spots. And then as a couple, understanding that a relationship is a lifetime investment. And if you want it to work, you have to continuously invest in it as you evolve and grow together, because you're not going to be the same person you were 10 years ago by default, because life changes us as we grow and evolve and, you know, go through different life experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, quite an interesting chat. I've learned so much today. Thanks, I'm sure our listeners have as well. Always great chatting to you, Paula. We'll leave it there for today. Happy Tuesday. You're welcome. Happy Tuesday to you and the listeners. Paula Quincy, relationship expert and author, just uh, helping us understand the differences between green, yellow, orange and red flags in relationships.